Stars of Greece are all on sinking sand. Judah's lion is in the midst of them. As the sons of Zion lift up the Son of Man. As the sons of Zion lift up the Son of Man. The sons of Greece are all on sinking sand. Judah's lion is in the midst of them. As the sons of Zion lift up the Son of Man. Hey everybody, welcome to this podcast. We're doing a special episode today on lifting hands and I'm honored to have my brother all the way from Israel, just got in, Zach Waller, with me today in the studio. And so yeah, it's actually been really fun. Uh, it's been not over two and a half years since we've even seen each other. And so over the past uh, just couple days, we've been able to hang out with the whole family. It's been a long time since the whole family was actually together. And so this is a super exciting uh, time for all, all of us to be together. I said, hey, Zach, why don't you, you want to join me in the studio? And he's like, yeah, let's do it. So, yes, yeah. it's great to be here. It's good to be here visiting with the family and everything and honored to be on the Love and Purity podcast. This is, yeah, this I mean, is this great. is our first time actually podcasting together. Yeah, so. I think this is actually the first one, yeah. Yeah, I mean, after all the recording we've done over the years, mm -hmm. like, wow, our first podcast. Because <laughs> back in the days, that, yeah. even that song you just listened to, the modern day Maccabees, that was something we did together. Mm -hmm. Zach and I wrote songs all the time together. Yep. And uh, just a lot of a lot of memories. It's yep. almost like wow, that was almost like a lifetime ago. Uh -huh. A different era. <laughs> yeah. A lot, lot of things have changed. A lot of good things, but it's yeah. good to good to remember those good times. Oh yeah, I'm excited to get into this topic because Zach and I really kind of had breakthroughs at similar points in our lives mm -hmm. as far as just understanding the importance of worship, raising your hands. That's what we're going to be talking about today is the importance of raising hands in worship. And we want to get into this, that it's actually a biblical concept. It's not mm -hmm. just a charismatic thing. You know, some people think, well, that's just what the charismatics do. You know, mm -hmm. But this is actually a, a very well-grounded biblical principle or a biblical practice. And we want to get into that, into the word today. And so uh, to start off, Zach has actually a testimony in his own life of what this meant to him. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting because I'm not necessarily, I don't know what you consider one of these real spiritual people, like I, I emotionally driven, yeah, like, you know, super charismatic, you know, uh, types, but, but definitely very hungry, you know, for spiritual things and certainly for worship. I've really, really been blessed just worshiping God and praising him through music. And yeah, it's been a real great journey, uh, that as Braden shared, we, we've shared that journey together in a lot of ways. Um, there was one time, I think I was probably around, I don't know, maybe 10 years old, 11 years old, something like that. And we've been talking about worship and, um, and we went to a conference and, uh, they had a worship band up there playing a song and, and we, we've just been talking about, um, being, being free to worship God and how he was worthy of everything. And, um, so I remember standing there in this conference and, uh, it was a really great worship song going on. I was feeling just really, um, open and wanting to worship God. And, and, uh, all of a sudden I had this feeling like I need to raise my hands. And I, at that point, I don't, the, the conference that we're at, it wasn't necessarily a whole bunch of people doing that. I think there may have been a few people, but, but it wasn't like everybody was raising their hands and I was the only one, but I just felt this urge, like, I, I want to raise my hands and worship God, but but then there was these thoughts in my heart and my mind. I was like, well, but that's kind of awkward. Not a what are people, people going to think? What are people <laughs> going to think? Are they going to look at me and think I'm, you know, uh, or and I don't know. It's a really kind of a weird feeling because it's like I, I knew that I wanted to do it, um, but something was holding me back. Mm. And uh, it's actually interesting. Part of what actually ended up helping me do it was how bad I didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, if this if this if there's such a strong 
push here not to do it, that really doesn't make any sense either. Right. So there must be some kind of spiritual battle going on here, and I, I want to win you know, right. this battle. Right. And uh, so I remember just standing there, and all of a sudden I was just like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to raise my hands and praise God. And so I just, I think it was just one hand. I just raised up my hand. And um, in that moment, all of a sudden, I, I don't know exactly how to explain it, but I just, I just felt uh, like God was pleased and that I felt his presence in, in, in a very strong way. Um, and, and I just remember, I don't know, just feeling like a new, a new point of surrender to God and a new point of just, um, that, that I was, I was able to actually do something that communicated what my heart was feeling. Mm. I, I, my, my heart wanted to praise God. Um, and when my, when my body, my hands were actually aligned with that feeling in my heart, it was like, I was actually able to express my feeling and and praise God. And I I really think that's, that's part of it. I think maybe sometimes we get caught up in just the, the, the spiritual ideas or, or, or that, but sometimes you just got to do something, you know, and when you do it, you, you, you're able to release those feelings in your heart. And I think that's what I felt in that moment. I felt like, wow, I'm doing something to show God how much I love him, how much I want to praise him. And, and then I felt his presence uh, uh, come over me, and it was really, really powerful. And at that point, um, you know, I was pretty young. I, I think I may have been actually a little bit older than 10 or 11. I may have been 12 or 13, actually. Um, and just learning what worship was all about and, and trying to figure out, okay, how do you, how do you worship God? And, you know, it's just this all-powerful, you know, thing that we, and, and being that we can't even really understand, but, but, we, but we love him and we know his love towards us. How do, like, how do you even do that? Right. Um, so trying to figure that stuff out. Um, and that, that moment was definitely a big moment for me. And then later on, studying about it, I realized, as Braden said earlier, how much of a biblical thing this is. And uh, I did a study a little while ago on the different Hebrew words uh, for worship and praise. In English, mm. basically, we have those two words, praise and worship. Right. Uh, but in Hebrew, there's, there's actually um, no less than seven. There's some words that maybe aren't quite as specific, uh, but there's at least seven that are very, uh, you know, basically are translated in our scriptures as either praise or worship. Right. Uh, which is kind of un- unchar- uncharacteristic for Hebrew. A lot of times within Hebrew, uh, one word will be translated a whole bunch of different ways uh, in English. It'll be... Kind of right. unpack that way, but with 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 worship, it must be uh, very valuable to God because He has a bunch of different words used in, he- in the Hebrew language, and one of those words actually is yada. And uh, for you Hebrew scholars out there, you know that the word yad actually means hand. So this word that's uh, um, that means hand is actually used for praise. Mm. So um, we're going to get into some more scriptures here in a little bit about uh, specific instances in the Bible where people raise their hands. But even the Hebrew word itself, yada. Um, it's translated, um, looked it up in the Strong's, it's translated as praise 53 times in the Bible. Wow. As give thanks 32 times, as confess 16 times, uh, thank five times, make confession two times, thanksgiving uh, twice, um, and thankful uh, once. And so it's in the Bible a lot, like 53 times for praise. It's like a pretty common word for praise, and, and it has that root word of actually literal hand. Um, and so I thought, wow, that's really powerful. Like right there in the Hebrew word, you can see this, um, this idea that your hands are part of how you praise, how you worship mm. God. Right. That's awesome. It's just amazing. Just sitting here with you, Zach, just thinking about all the times that, you know, in the, out there in the world today, there's a lot of unbelief. Mm. And, but when you've experienced the power of God and his presence in such a real way, it's, it's really actually hard to be an atheist. Mm, you know, yeah, <laughs> I'm just thinking about the times that we've spent uh, together yeah. seeking God, and just the times there's there was times that, that tangibly 
Mm. You could sense that God was filling up the room with his presence. Uh-huh. And just that that's a amazing thing mm-hmm. just to know how real he is and how, you know, uh, Yeshua said, those who worship him worship in spirit and truth. And yeah, and I'd like to say something to that too, because I think, you know, for some people, and I know I kind of experienced this too, I, I heard people tell stories like what we're telling right now, and I always thought, well, that'd be nice, um, but, you know, I, will I ever experience something like that? And, you know, does God do that for everybody? And and um, and so I had those questions, you know, going through my mind, and I, so I want to say too that it wasn't like Braden and I just walked out to the barn one day and started praying, and all of a sudden, bam, the Holy Spirit just fell. <laughs> right. Like, we spent a lot of time. Uh, we had we had prayer meetings and and worship gatherings and and all kinds of things and th- and there were um, all of them were great but not all of them were like you know the, you know smash out of the park yeah <laughs> like but there were you know I, I could probably remember back at least five specific times probably something like that where where it was like just really really powerful so I want to encourage you guys if you haven't like had that moment um, or you felt that presence really strong or something don't 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 feel like you're doing something wrong. Right. I uh, don't feel like you didn't, uh, you know, raise your hand the right way, or you didn't have quite the right understanding, or, or, you, or that you are the problem. Um, God wants you to p- pursue Him, to run after Him. Right. And so sometimes you're going to do stuff and not feel it. Um, and right. I know for Braden, I, that, that was a lot of the time. We'd, we'd go out there, we'd sing. I'd play my guitar, and we'd sing together, and we'd worship God, and we didn't necessarily always feel. It. But then there were those moments uh, where where we really felt God's presence, or or you know, experienced miracles even, right. uh, and things happened. So so I would encourage you guys uh, don't don't be discouraged if you don't feel it the first time, or even the twentieth or fiftieth time you do it. Right. Uh, but just keep on. God is worthy of our praise if we never feel anything. Yeah. No matter what. Um, but but I think a lot of times when we do pr- really press in and continue coming before Him, uh, He does inhabit our praises, and we will feel that you know, right. in, in certain instances. Yeah, amen. So we've got some scriptures here just to provide the biblical foundation for this concept of raising hands in worship. So very first instance in the Bible that I'm aware of is Exodus 9.29. It says, so Moses said to him, as soon as I have gone out of the city, he's speaking to Pharaoh, I will spread out my hands to the Lord. And so... This is uh, what Moses does. He's like, he's just going to spread out his hands to God and just receive from God what he's going to, what he's going to do. So Moses was a man of praise in a sense mm-hmm. that he was a man that was just accepting God's will. And we also see later on how he's raising his hand for the battle, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, yeah. you know, as long as he had his hands up, you know, with the, with the rod, then mm-hmm. the victory was coming. And so there's that concept too of just, you know, God, we're looking to you. And that's, mm-hmm. that's the general idea. Yeah. And I think there's a concept too, that your hands are like, like banners, so mm. in some ways, it's like it's like you're raising your white your white flag. You're like, okay, God, I, I surrender. I'm not going to be able to you know pick up a sword and do what you can do if I can just surrender to you and then let you do you, you be the powerful one. You be the God who who yeah. saves us. Right. Um, I'm just fully submitted. So it's like in, in some ways you could see the raising your hands like okay, you're, you're waving the white flag. You're fully <laughs> surrendered right. Right. Uh, to God. There's your banner. Uh, so that could be one one way to look at it. Uh, another scripture verse is in uh, Psalm 63. Verse four says, so I will bless you as long as I live in your name, I will lift up my hands. Um, maybe back to the banner idea. Um, there's one scripture, I think it's in Isaiah that talks about how um, God has inscribed Israel's uh, uh, name on his hands. Mm. And so here it's also talking about God's name and, and with our hands, lifting up our hands. It's almost like maybe the other way around. We've also, if we're fully surrendered to God, we have his name on our hands and we're raising those up to God saying, we bless you. We're yours. We're surrendered. We're, our, our banner, it has your name on it. Right. We're, we're given over. That's good. 
Psalm 28, 1, hear the voice of my pleas for mercy when I cry to you for help, when I lift up my hands toward your most holy sanctuary. I think David gets the prize for the most scripture references for lifting up his hands. Uh, he was just a man of after God's own heart, and he just was like, God, here's everything. <laughs> you know, it's just expressing his, his wholehearted love for God. Just like, God, take all of me. Psalm 88, verse 9, every day I call upon you, O Lord, I spread out my hands to you. Uh, so this wasn't just a one-time uh, thing. For it. it was like every day I'll call upon God, I spread out my hands to you. Uh, so so it, it was a thing he did consistently. Yeah. Then we got Psalm 134, verse 2, lift up your hands in the holy place and bless the Lord. This is the climax. We've been doing this series in the Psalms of Ascent. This is the climax of the Psalms of Ascent, Psalm 134, and the people are ministering to God in the in the holy place, in the temple, lifting up their hands. So it's a beautiful picture there. And Psalm 141, verse 1 and 2 says, Let my prayer be counted as incense before you, and the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Um I've been doing a little bit of studying on, on sacrifices uh, lately with the Torah portion and stuff, and and that just fully giving yourself like a burnt offering, everything gets burned up and, and and goes up in smoke to God. It's 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 fully given over, and we know the scripture about giving being a living sacrifice. Uh, so it reminds me again of that lifting up your hands, fully fully surrendered uh, to God. Yeah, and I'm in, along that idea of sacrifice, even the passage I believe it's in Hosea that we will offer the bulls of our lips. I think some mm-hmm. yeah. translations say we will offer the sacrifices of our lips, mm-hmm. but the literal Hebrew translation is we will offer the bulls of our lips. And so there's this concept that David seems to have had a revelation of that in our praise, in our worship, we're actually, it's like offering sacrifices. Mm-hmm. It's interesting in the Jewish uh, world too, once the temple was destroyed and they were no longer able to do the actual literal sacrifices that were commanded in the Torah, um, they replaced those with prayers and with worship worship songs. So then right. they get that from that scripture verse. Right. Um, and, and they would do it at the set times. You know, and there were set times for sacrifices in the evening, um, in the morning, and afternoon. And so they would have specific prayers that they would give based on that scripture. Yeah. So this just looking at this scripture, just an amazing thought process, you know, my prayers are like incense. There's like this sweet aroma. When we pray, God enjoys the prayers of his people. And then lifting up our hands like a sacrifice. So when you lift up your hands, just think of offering yourself as a sacrifice to God. You know, thinking of Romans 12, that we're called to be living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to God. And David has this revelation that, God, when I lift up my hands to you, I want it to be like a sacrifice. I'm sacrificing Really, I'm back to the surrender idea. I'm surrendering myself. I want all of who I am to be a worship to you. And that's the general, I think, that, the concept. We're looking at Psalm 143, 6. This is one of my favorite verses about lifting hands in worship. It says, just a desperation in it. I just love it. I stretch out my hands to you. My soul thirsts for you like a parched land. So he's David, I believe this is a Psalm of David, and he's just expressing this deep heart longing for God. And he's lifting his hands, God, I'm I'm parched, I'm dry. You're the rain of your spirit is what I need to really rain down on me and renew me in your presence. Hmm. Yeah, that's really good. Uh next verse here we have in Second Chronicles chapter six, uh tw- verse twelve through thirteen. In this passage, you have King Solomon, King Shlomo, 
Um, that name has a really special meaning for me because I have one of my sons. His name is Shlomo. So King Shlomo here in Second Chronicles chapter 6, he's uh, dedicating the temple. He's, got it, he's built it, he's got it finished, and he's dedicating it. It says, Then Solomon, Shlomo, stood before the altar of the Lord, and he knelt on his knees in the presence of all the assembly of Israel and spread out his hands towards heaven. So another biblical example of uh, a man worshiping God, spreading out his hands. And you can just imagine what's going on here. Like this is the king of Israel before the entire nation, and he's going to the to God's house, to the temple of the Lord. And uh, just a little bit later in the chapter, you have God's presence just rushing into this place. And so it's like Solomon saying, okay, I'm the king of Israel, but I'm surrendered to God. And he's lifting up his hands, worshiping God. And then just a few verses later, God's Holy Spirit just fills the temple uh, th- thick with a cloud. It's amazing. Yeah. Ezra 9, 5. And at the evening sacrifice, I rose from my fasting with my garment and my cloak torn and fell upon my knees and spread out my hands to the Lord my God. So here again, on the knees with, with hands lifted high. And Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 6. Nehemiah, another son. Nehemiah, actually. Yeah. Getting all my, my son's verses here. <laughs> It says, And Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God, and all the people answered, Amen, Amen, lifting up their hands. So now we don't just have a leader lifting up his hands, but we actually have everybody. Uh, as Ezra's blessing God, everybody responded, said, Amen, and they all lifted up their hands and uh, praised God. Wow. It's, it's awesome being in a group of people that is hungry for God. Mm. And just everyone is just like, God, we need you. And just that raising the hands is just an expression of we're hungry. We want more of you. Looking here at Lamentations 341, I love this verse. Let us lift up our hearts and hands to God in heaven. So I love this verse because it's saying not just the formality of you know getting the right posture, but let's lift our hearts and our hands to God. And so in worship, just want to encourage our listeners out there, as you seek God, as you're wanting to press in for more of him, let your heart, let, as Zach mentioned, you know, lifting his hands was just this express. He just realized he wanted to do this. His heart was to lift up God. And so, you know, let's lift up our hearts and our hands to God. All right, next verse here, the New Testament, in First Timothy chapter 2, verse 8 um, so for all of you guys who are saying, oh, you're just doing Old Testament verses, where is it at in the New Testament? Well, here we go, right here in Timothy. Is I desire then that in every place the men should pray, lifting holy hands without anger or quarreling. Um, so I think that, that pretty much includes everybody. I desire then that in every place, and it specifically says the men here, uh, the men should pray, lifting holy hands without anger or quarreling. Uh, just being holy, dedicated to God, praising Him, and uh, and that's just an amazing thing. Like like Braden saying, when when you are able to do something, I think that's what I felt in that experience that I had. When I was able to do something to express my heart, then it was like I was lifting my heart. It was like it was like I had a, I had a way to let that let that emotion that was building up. And so, so you know, sometimes we fight against that emotion. We're like, oh, is it emotion? Is it emotion good? Um, you know, I gotta gotta keep that down. But I think. Um, when you have an emotion that 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 is um, pushing you to do something that's good, you should let that emotion go. You know, right. you should let that emotion well up within you and 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 give you the strength to do the action uh, that is good yeah. and, and and right. And I think lifting up hands, it, it can be a hard thing. You can be like, oh, I've never done this before, or or I don't know if I should do this, or this could be hard. But uh, my encouragement to you is 
hey, it's right here in the scripture. Uh, the Bible says you should go for it, and um, and it's a way that you can give God, who is worthy of all praise, uh, that that praise that He is that He is worthy of. Yeah, and I, this verse too. You know, a lot of times we think of just lifting our hands in worship, but here this is saying even in prayer. You know, mm-hmm. just it doesn't yeah. have to necessarily even be because an emotion rises up in worship naturally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even in prayer times, you know, Paul's saying just you know lift up your hands to God in prayer. There's also a in our scriptural basis here to lift up our hands in prayer as well. One more idea that I just thought of too is, um, you know, as we're God's children, I think I heard somebody speaking to this a little while ago, but um, you know, I have seven children and, you know, whenever they need something, a lot of times they'll come up and they'll lift up their hands. Right. And say, Abba, Abba. <laughs> and uh, my little daughter, Eliana, she, she really very cutely says, um, Abba, I'll hold you, I'll hold you. <laughs> and uh, maybe sometimes uh, we feel like that. We're just like, Man, we don't know what's going on, uh, but we just know we need God. And so maybe we're sometimes we're just like that little child, just raising up our hands saying, God, please just hold us, uh, bring us close to you, give us strength, give us security, uh, allow us to be, you know, in, in your loving embrace. Yeah, that's great. Well, thanks for joining us. We're going to pick back up next week, I believe, with the Psalms of Ascent series been going on, but I just didn't, didn't want to miss this opportunity while Zach was in town to just dig into this idea and, and uh, just pray that you're encouraged to enter into worship with your whole heart. Lift up your heart and your hands to God and uh, lift up the Son of Man. It's a song we're closing out with. It's saying, lift up the Son of Man. He's worthy of all of our praise. So be blessed. God bless you all. Is in the midst of them as the sons of Zion lift up the Son of Man. We are the modern day Maccabees. Our fights are with unseen enemies. No more will we submit to this ancient tyranny. We serve the God of the Maccabees. We are the modern day Maccabees.